Welcome to the Made For More podcast, where we seek to provide Christ-centered sex education, encouragement, and empowerment to women. Throughout the years, misconceptions have crept into church teachings and have been taught as biblical truths, but a lot of these teachings have no real basis in scripture. Our goal is to address these misconceptions and explore the real truth rooted in God's word. Hi everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Made For More podcast, hosted by Altogether Beautiful Ministries. We are going to be your hosts. I'm Paige. And I'm Sarah. Thanks for joining us this week as we tell you a little bit about our background and our vision for this podcast. So Altogether Beautiful Ministries was founded in April of 2022. And the cool thing is, not only did I get to start this awesome ministry with my best friend, but I got to start this ministry with someone who was very like-minded. And I think we've had a lot of fun over the last two years, really talking about our upbringing, how it's affected us and the desire we have to reach other women who grew up like us and educate them and encourage them with their own sexuality and journeys. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, As, as we started talking more and more about kind of how we were raised and how it's affected us, it was amazing. Just how many, how many viewpoints we had that were similar or were affected by, um, you you know, what I'm going to call well-intending messages but that were ultimately hurtful um and you know we both just kind of came together and realized we want to do something about this and that's 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 kind of how uh, altogether beautiful ministry started actually it started as a uh two-hour seminar (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what happened (laughs) Uh, we okay so we had this you know we weren't even thinking about a nonprofit ministry we were thinking about doing a just one-off two-hour seminar and just teaching women's women's <laughs> women about their bodies um because that's one thing that we you know realized that women just don't know enough about their bodies and the way their bodies work their anatomy uh why they have what they have down south of the equator and <laughs> and so that's oh, yeah. that's what we were going to do we were just going to do two-hour seminar show a couple graphics be like here's your anatomy have fun and that just blew up and we ended up with a two-day sex conference at church yeah that was wild Uh, i remember we started with a a poster board and it was just going to be i think we called it a symposium to begin with and and somehow (laughs) um uh, you may or may not have met Paige yet but uh when Paige gets going on something, it, it's like a snowball. It effect. is a snowball. And uh, mm-hmm. we just it turns into an avalanche. <clears throat> we just couldn't stop. I cannot and be stopped. There was, you know, more and more that we kept adding that we kept wanting to do. And somehow. Our very first conference, Sarah, our very first conference out of the gate, months after we formed this nonprofit, we had two major speakers that we brought in from out of town we had six different breakout sessions yeah no, we went bigger went home we had like over 30 giveaways oh we had so many giveaways we had oh, I mean, what probably thousands of dollars in giveaways yes oh yeah. it was insane the amount of support that we got for this um and just the doors that seemingly got kicked wide open by only god oh absolutely i mean how else could we get into get into a church and have a conference on sex and actually be able to say the word sex, clitoris, vagina, all of these things and you know all these trigger words. Yeah. We said them in church. It was wonderful. And um this really came out of I mean, 
both of us grew up and were in youth group at the height of purity culture. Um, for those of you who don't know, purity culture was the movement in the early 2000s that put a strong emphasis on abstinence um, before marriage, which is great, but it's great. It's, that's what I said. It's, it's well intended, but not done well. The problem <laughs> is um, when you look at the messages of purity culture, the problem is the emphasis was put on the wrong things. My dad always said when I, when I was a kid, a teenager, I would, you know, always smart off and I would try to argue semantics and he would always say your emphasis is on the wrong syllable. You tried to smart off? <laughs> Shocking, isn't it? Go on. <laughs> anyway, and I have used that phrase so much. And so when it comes to purity culture, their emphasis was on the wrong syllable. And so what they did was they basically redefined purity to just mean virginity. And they put the entire value of a girl a woman into her virginity oh yeah just a woman just a woman you can go out and murder somebody and that's fine but if you had sex you <laughs> it it really reduced one's faith back to your sexual story if you went into a marriage and you were not a virgin then basically you weren't a real christian yeah you're ruined you were uh... ruined god wouldn't forgive that um Purity culture made dating a sin. There was a lot of emphasis put on you were courting, oh, yeah. you were courting. not dating. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I courted a lot as a as a teenager, which meant nothing except I was dating them. <laughs> I mean, there was it was it was a capital punishment worthy crime to hold a boy's hand. Heaven forbid you even think about kissing a man or boy or you know whatever at the age. Um, so it was any physical contact. It wasn't just sex. It was any physical contact. I remember getting yelled at in my church, but you know, cause I rubbed shoulders with a boy I was sitting next to and I'd basically given him my, you know, may as well take your top off with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, the problem, one main problem, I mean, there were so many problems with this movement, but, but a major one is that it put all of the, the burden on the woman on the girl that, yeah it they they basically taught that boys couldn't control themselves yeah. and it was the girl's responsibility to make sure that we weren't a stumbling block so our bodies were over sexualized they were to be covered up everything was to be covered up and if you know one thing was bared and a boy looked too too long it was our fault and so a lot of us grew up with horrible body image issues from this and um I mean, there, how many times today do we still, when we're trying to put something on or go out or enjoy our life, do we worry about, oh my gosh, am I causing a man to stumble? Oh gosh. So absolutely wild. none of the responsibility went on the boy because they, you know, couldn't control themselves. I mean, I still feel weird wearing yoga pants outside of the house these days. I'm like, my husband can see me and I'm, I don't, I don't know if anybody else needs to see that I actually have a flat. And I don't think that they understood what this did to rape victims. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, How yeah. many times, especially in a church, was a girl sexually assaulted? And it was her fault because she yeah, was asking, she was for, asking it. for it. Yeah. And so it, put, it just put all the responsibility for a, 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 a male's behavior on the girl. Um, purity culture basically made 
our bodies dangerous. It objectified our bodies. And it wasn't just, you know, breasts or butts. It was our shoulders. It was our collarbones. I was in a church in my early 20s. And I was wearing a sweater that had a big, you know, one of those cow neck floppy thingy about it. So it was, everything was covered. But at, I was in my early 20s. I was weighing 95 pounds. I mean, I didn't, I didn't start gaining weight until I was in my mid-20s. And so my collarbones jutted out, like, bad. And so the sweater came up and it covered, you know, it was up to my throat. But my collarbones are high and they're sticking out. And the pastor's wife comes over to me and starts pinning and pulling my cow neck up into this big water on my throat and tells me that if her husband sees my collarbones it's going to make him stumble so i could not wear the sweater like i was wearing it that's disturb. how disturbing is that ma'am your husband can't control himself if he sees a 95 pound uh, 20 year old's collarbones <laughs> i think that might be something you need to address rather than you need to cover up your collarbone but no let's blame the 20 year old yeah um purity culture used fear tactics and bribes they did not believe in information so you know the teenagers growing up in the youth group the early basically if you were not married you did not deserve to know about sex or anything related to sexuality you could not discuss it you could not learn about it i remember there were whole sections ripped out of my biology book um a reproductive system just ripped out of my biology book was not allowed to learn that because i was unmarried and that was not that was not appropriate for an unmarried girl to know about, you know, how her body worked. Um, <laughs> do you remember them telling us that having sex before marriage would create soul ties? And that your souls would be forever tied? Oh, gosh, yeah. It's, 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 the analogy, like, you take a piece of paper and you rip it off. You can't put it back together. You know, you, you, you just run. You're always going to be missing a piece. They're always going to have that piece of you. So yeah. it was more than just wait for marriage. Um, we will be the first ones to say that sex was created for a covenant marriage between one woman and one man. 100%. And there is a reason God does ask us to wait for marriage. Um, the, the reasons that he created sex, um, the, you know, emotional, um, involvement, the, uh, the picture that it is, we, we absolutely believe that, it was created for marriage. Oh, absolutely. But we also don't believe, or we also we also do believe that information needs to be given. Information should not be gatekept just because someone is single. The more information someone has, the more informed and smart choices they can make. Yeah, the, the problem with, with limiting it the way the True Love Waits movement did is you have this entire generation of women who know nothing about sex and they get married and suddenly it's okay to have sex and suddenly that switch is supposed to flip and they're supposed to know what to do, how to act, how it works, and they're just either terrified at best or traumatized at worst. And that's, that's we, we don't want that to keep happening. The statistics of how many women came out of purity culture and ended up with vaginismus um in marriage is shocking and alarming and uh, actually that vaginismus was one of the main reasons we started this this whole thing we wanted to really try to get in and one catch women that were being taught this message before it was too late and two try to deprogram or reverse the messages in women our age that went through it and so our main messages 
God created our sexuality and it is not ignited when we say I do. Each of us is born with sexuality. We have to learn how to steward it well and that means being informed. We were created for pleasure. Oh yes, 100%. That's that's not something I think uh, I was ever taught until I was in my late 20s and that that blew my mind. (laughs) Within a marriage, a man and a woman, sex is supposed to be pleasurable for both. Both. (laughs) And a lot of women feel ashamed if they like sex or if they want to like sex or if they want to have an orgasm because they don't think that they should be allowed pleasure. For some reason, we have equated pleasure with sin. And so we're trying to reverse that. God created us for pleasure. God created sex. And sex can be fun. Oh, yeah. And it, it, it's fun for both of you. Like, I feel like we were raised, it's all for the man. And it's, it's for both of you. Like, I don't know how many times I can say that. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's, that's basically why we started and what we talk about. So um, this podcast, you're going to hear a lot about sex, about sexuality, about the female body. Um we are excited to dive in. You know, we're going to be talking about some topics that may make you blush and giggle through them. We may we be giggling that too. <laughs> um, no there's only, you know, so many times you can actually say the word clitoris without just, you know, just, just, just giggling. And so that's, <laughs> that's the point, right? We're not, we're not professionals. We're two no. best friends who are, who are sitting here trying to educate other women uh, about sex so there might be some giggles there might be some laughs but ultimately deep down our heart is to provide education for this serious issue yeah and so we're very excited we're very excited that you're here with us and let's let's do this let's talk yeah let's open these conversations and let's start you know tearing down these strongholds Well, everyone, thanks so much for joining us and um, just listening to a little bit about us, why we're here, what we're going to be talking about, uh, why we're going to be talking about it. We're very excited to get started and we hope you'll join us next week for another episode.